Hello and welcome to the Bulletin and Beyond. My name's Kimberly Price and on today's program, Monique Patterson and Brian Allen deliver all the week's headlines. Mon, we've been over a month of coronavirus-free across Victoria, but there's been fragments found in different sewages around the state. A few weeks ago, we had fragments of the virus found in Portland's waste, and this week there was also fragments found in Colac. Can you tell me a little bit more about this? That's right. Well, as we know, there's been regular testing done on sewage systems. Um, This week, they confirmed that they'd found fragments in Colac. So what it prompted um, the department to do was for anyone with symptoms to get tested, but they also wanted to reassure people that it most likely is probably someone that did have the virus a a while ago and there can be shedding that is done um, after you've had the virus. So they want people with symptoms to get tested but also just making sure that people don't panic. It it might be someone that has had the virus and um, is now just shedding some fragments. And the countdown to Christmas is getting shorter and shorter. And this week you spoke to a Warrnambool father who was trying to get home uh, to see his family for the festive season. Can you tell me a little bit about Gary Gavin's story? Yeah, well, look, we have um, spoken to him previously He went to Thailand in December to see his son, who was born in Thailand and has lived in Thailand. Um, He wants to bring Ryan home to Warrnambool to live with him. And that was the plan. And then there was the coronavirus pandemic. So he's now been basically stranded over there. He's trying to get home for Christmas, but basically... The repatriation flights that are coming to Australia from Thailand, they have 30 seats and uh, each time he tries to get a seat for him and his son on the flight, he receives an email saying there's 250, 300 people that want one of these 30 seats and he has missed out and he's desperate to get home for Christmas. He wants his son to be able to Uh, spend Christmas with family and friends over here in Australia and wants to um, his son to you know start a new life here in Warrnambool so he's just hoping that um, he might get those seats before Christmas. Yeah fingers crossed for the family and looking ahead to the summer holiday season uh, campers are are disappointed that they'll have to vacate their spots uh, to comply with COVID safe rules at the Warrnambool City Council campsites down at Lake Patobe. Tell me a little bit about this weird rule that's been applied. The council is obviously doing all it can to ensure that we have a COVID free summer Um, They put out a ballot system for people to uh, try and secure a spot at Surfside and um, the other caravan park in Warrnambool. And basically people could apply to stay at the caravan park for a week and many people were delighted that they got a week. They were then told that they could actually apply to have their stay extended beyond a week And I spoke to a long-time camper this week who said that when they did that, they were told that the council is going to be asking everyone to vacate the parks for one night a week to basically do a deep clean. 
And this camper said, well, they found that to be ridiculous. What are they supposed to do for one night a week? Um, go and find somewhere else to stay. And they said they don't think that anyone will do that. Um, the councillors said, you know, they've worked closely with the department and I guess if that's what needs to be done to ensure that the city remains COVID-free, then that's what has to be done. But it has caused some frustration with campers. Mm. And in some good news this week, Max Snack's owner said she was delighted by the outpouring of support that she's received from locals amid the coronavirus pandemic. Can you tell me a little bit about her journey uh, through the past nine months? Yeah, well, look, um, it's been really good and heartening to hear some stories about local businesses that have just been really well supported by residents during the pandemic. So Dycote said that obviously, like other business owners, she was really worried about how they would continue to operate during the pandemic. But she basically said that all of her regular clients just said, that's fine, we'll do takeaway. They had lots of people um, buying roasts on their regular roast night. And another thing she said, some people were so generous and decided to support her and support other people by saying, I want to buy a gift voucher and leave it here and you can let someone else pay for their coffee or meal with it. So they wanted to buy a gift voucher to give the business some some more you know, money coming in and also to say, let someone else use it. And she was just blown away by that. Yeah, definitely. There's been lots of uh, support handed out amid the pandemic for sure. And in other good news, our little baby boy, Oakland Rounds, will be home for Christmas after having an operation for two holes in his heart. This is such a lovely story for the family. Can you tell me about uh, what he's been through? Yeah, look, this poor, brave little boy, he's only four months old and he was born with two holes in his heart. His parents um, have been down at the Royal Children's Hospital with him for five and a half weeks. And um, little beautiful boy, if you have a look on our website, he's got the most beautiful smile. And uh, basically, yeah, he had to undergo open heart surgery and he's home for Christmas. He's got um, a number of other siblings who are so happy to have him home and um Mum said he's doing well and the doctors said that, um, you know, his prognosis is good. He's got to, you know, do some regular visits to the doctor, but he should be able to lead a normal, happy, healthy life. Brian, the City Memorial Bowls Club is set to host the state's premier bowls events this summer in a major coupe for the club. Can you tell me a little bit more about this event? Yeah, it's called State Champions Week and it is super exciting. Uh, so exciting that Julie Dosser there, the general manager at City Memorial Bowls Club, she obviously saw me um, from wherever she was and ran over and um, said, you know, gave me the media release and said, we've got, this, um, we've got this confirmed that we're going to hold the State Champions Week. And it's big because it's unusual for Warrnambool to have it. Uh, it's normally held in Bendigo each year or, or that's been the case of late. And what it is is obviously a week of bowls, but it includes uh, sort of the, 
the state finals of essentially a host of the different formats in bowls. So what, what does it mean for Warrnambool? It means there's going to be about 450 competitors coming to uh, this uh, lovely seaside town and it means, uh, you know, a good economic boost for the community and our local businesses and uh, it means that, you know, all those people will need to find accommodation. So, um, yeah, hoping that that can all go smoothly. Fantastic news and the Warrnambool Lawn Tennis Club has also secured uh, an event which will have uh, lasting benefits for the community. So can you tell me about uh, their senior tennis tournament? Yeah, this is great too. So this is coming up a bit sooner. So I didn't mention with the bowls there, but the the bowls events in January, I think it's the 10th to the 15th. This one is going to be uh, not this weekend, but next weekend um, we have... Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, a seniors tournament coming to Warrnambool, which is also um, an unusual and unique thing. I was talking to, to, I think, the vice president there earlier this week, and he was mentioning that they normally have these seniors tournaments in uh, Melbourne, but they really are putting a focus on bringing it out to the regions. And uh, they were going to uh, actually have a host of events this year um, in the regions uh, for the first time. And... As you know, as we know, the COVID nineteen happened, and lots of things were postponed or cancelled. And the one thing that is happening on their twenty twenty calendar is this Warnable event, um, which was I think you described it to me as the first and last event of twenty twenty. <laughs> and um, anyhow, they'll uh, what we'll have is a host of senior players, um, you know, from our region, but also from all over the state coming to those uh, great uh, grass course at Warrnambool Lawn. And uh, we, you know, I was asking um, the vice president there about, um, you know, does the Victorian seniors tennis, uh, you know, have people that are beyond 80 or or 90? And and he said uh, only a couple of weeks ago at a Geelong senior tournament, they had people that were 78. So we could see people out there, athletes out there that are um, above 80. And you spoke to Kalani gun recruit Todd Doran uh, about his upcoming game uh, in the in the Grassmere Cricket Association where the club is chasing their third victory of the season. Uh, tell me a little bit about the competition that they're up against this weekend. Yeah, so the Crabs, they're going to play Yam Buck at Yam Buck. And uh, yeah, Todd's just a fantastic bloke that's come uh, from Maryborough a few years ago. He's uh, working at an abalone farm at Port Ferry and he studies marine biology at Deakin. And uh, yeah, he, he didn't play cricket the last few seasons, but he's decided to, to take it back up thanks to his workmate there, Stewie Hill, at um, the abalone farm. And uh, yeah, he's just having a cracking season. He's scored 21, uh, yeah, 21 runs a couple of uh, games ago, and just last weekend he scored 27. And he's just, yeah, just batting at number three. Uh, he's also the team's wicketkeeper, so uh, yeah, I understand he's doing a, a good job behind the stumps. And yeah, the, the Kalani, they really struggled last year. I'm, I'm not sure if they won a game or, or, or just won one, but this season they've already won two. Uh, they won two on the trot a little earlier this season and um, they've lost the last two, but they're just hoping to get back on uh, to their winning ways. Don't forget to subscribe to The Standard through our website for all our stories and features. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country, the Gunditjmara people, and the traditional owners of country throughout Australia, 
and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. This has been a Warrnambool Standard production. 